How to Create a Glitch, Monologues, Season 3, Chapter 4. This is the fourth episode of Season 3 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues. In this episode, I will be taking a step back to Episode 3 and providing a bit of a framework to understand the last episode, which I neglected to do in Episode 3. To start off, there are three forms of thoughts for the purposes of this theory. There are closed thoughts and there are open thoughts, left and right-handed. Closed thoughts are suppositional thoughts. Open thoughts are contingent thoughts. Open thoughts can pair, left with left, or right with right, but if a left and a right pair, this produces a pairing violation, because it involves two contradictory contingent thoughts of opposing orientation. Closed thoughts can pair with open thoughts of either form, and in fact, Closed thoughts will pair with open thoughts preferentially. Now, to give an example, if it doesn't rain today, I will go to the store. This is an open thought pairing with a closed thought, the second thought. Whereas, an example of two left-handed open thoughts pairing would be, if it doesn't rain today, I won't wear my rain jacket. These are open thoughts of the same orientation because they are logically consistent while still being contingent on each other. Now, a pairing violation is a pairing of two open thoughts of opposing orientation. So, for example, if it doesn't rain today, I will wear my rain jacket. These two thoughts are not logically consistent, although they are both contingent thoughts. What is the significance of all of this? The purpose of this notation is the development of a written symbology of contradictory thought. These three forms of thought are sufficient to categorize all thought while at the same time being nuanced enough to demonstrate relevant principles such as suppositional thought, contradiction, contingent thought. I developed this systemology to simplify my analysis of my own thoughts. Now, pairing violations, that is contradictory pairings, degenerate into a resolving action, or a postural release. If they fail to form a resolving gesture, or produce a postural release, then they will reveal the multilayered nature of the plates, and the expression of meaning, in the form of multiplicity. Again, multiplicity is the observation of multiple levels of meaning simultaneously expressed by one actor and observed by another. Multiplicity is a form of glitch. Now, emotional tension is produced by closed to open pairings. It is also produced by open thoughts of opposing orientation. The time it takes for the tension to dissipate is the correction time. Now, deference or a deferent action results from the linking of a closed thought with an open thought between two distinct actors. What this means is that the suppositional thought of one individual will project a suggested action upon another actor, who forms an open thought in response, that is, a contingent thought which is logically consistent with the suppositional thought. As an example, imagine that two individuals are playing hockey together, and one is more advanced than the other. The more advanced player has a suppositional thought, an assertive thought, about the manner by which the other actor is playing the game, such as their stride on the ice. The less advanced player responds to this assertive thought by forming a contingent and logically consistent responding thought. The way this plays out is that the tension created by this pairing will degenerate into a stride adjustment as the less advanced player matches the suggestion of the more advanced player. This is a postural release, or resolving gesture. 
Anyway, this is the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.